Talking with Girlfriends is our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Join hosts Matt and Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels for some good and healthy girl talk. Get comfortable and ready to take some notes because there's always a gem. This season, we are digging into radical self-love through the 12 principles of healing through hospitality. Welcome to Love Madden, the podcast. Hey, hey girl, girl, hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm excellent. How you doing? I can't complain. All is well. When this episode airs, it will be March. It's giving... <laughs> it's giving race. It's giving sprint. Oh it's my! Not giving my marathon. I know, and I have so much I'm trying to accomplish, which I need to do better about acknowledging all the things that I have accomplished because mm-hmm. I I have been killing the game, killing it, low key. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always so much more. I mean, there's always it. There always will be more. So yeah, like you said, you just have to take mm. stock of what you've done, celebrate it, and. But I'm like, damn, March, I got things to do. Yeah, no, I agree. But the time's going to keep on ticking, so better take on with it. Take on with it, child. (laughs) All right, time to jump right on into the episode. Love it or leave it. Danielle? You know what? I feel like Mm -hmm. I go first every week. Okay, I'll go. It's because I'm I'm never ready. But I am ready. Okay, well, you go first. All right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I am loving the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot. Bel-Air. What? Why did you pause? I didn't. I don't. I had no reason. Oh. I was going to ask, is it a reboot or... Because I feel like some people are calling it a... I don't know what the other word is. That's why I was just like pausing and Exactly. Silence. You did pause. I'm like, you did. You opened your mouth and then you stopped. They can't see you. <laughs> you talking about nothing. No, you about to say something. Why do you always come on here and rap me out? The people can't see me, so they don't know. <sighs> is it a reboot or is it a what? I got to go scroll on Twitter. Have you watched or it? Or is it like inspired by? Because I think they were saying a reboot gives like... I feel like they were saying it need, it would be more a little bit more aligned with how the show was before, and maybe it's. I mean, not, it's all I it's, it, so I can't really make no it's comments. The same show. I mean, it's it's upgraded for right now, but it's a boy named Will Smith who oh. is sent from Philadelphia, West Philadelphia, because he got in a fight on a basketball court. <laughs> You're like, if that's not a reboot, I don't know it's, what is. These names are Philip Banks, Vivian Banks. <laughs> they have a butler named G. <laughs> G wasn't washing no dishes or doing nothing like it was like <laughs> what is G doing? What right. why is that, he's like that's his boy, that's gotta be his homeboy. He they, they call him the house manager. But oh. if you get further along, I'm in episode five, you do see what he does. I don't want to spoil it, but it's okay. he's not a traditional butler, but he does provide services. They brought him up into the 2000s into the and 20s current. or whatever. Yeah, Hillary, Ashley. They gave Hillary a little bit more um, teeth, and I love it. I love hmm. her new character. All right. Anyway. Well, I'll take a, take a look. I love the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love the show. Like, you know how Carlton was, like, super corny? Mm-hmm. But he's, like, corny in another way now. Like, he's just a Bama. But not, like, in a... Annoying kind of way. Like, a dancing kind of yeah. weird way. But, like, a, a spoiled brat. Kind of way, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Anyway, 
I love it. And I did not talk about this because I wasn't, we didn't have um, a season last fall, mm-hmm. but the book will is one of the best books. Did I say this? That I have ever read. I don't know if you said it here. I, I heard know. you we say, say it every week. We, every week we say we don't know if we've said it here because, <laughs> spoiler alert, we talk in real life. Y'all, the Audible version, even if you don't have Audible, I would highly recommend you just get the free trial for this book because it was like that. I know I told you, Marcus. Yeah. I didn't say it on the show. No, I um did download it. Y'all, if you get a free trial, make sure you cancel it because I had started a free trial. I think I have eight credits <laughs> and I can't cancel until I find books to use for the eight credits. Don't so. cancel it. Listen to the books. No, 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 no. So you can buy, like download the books and then you can cancel, but you can still, you still have access sure. to the books. So I did start listening to Will um a few weeks ago. I never and had I credit. like it. <clears throat> I have been audibling it up. I did I did mm. talk about Start With Why. I forgot to put that in the show notes um, by Simon Sinek. But yeah, this book is so good. It had me go down a whole Will Smith rabbit hole. Mm. So I watched the YouTube series. I watched the interview with Oprah, which made me have to get Apple television. Oh, Apple, I, I had that. Mm-hmm. But it was fine because I already had Apple Music. So I just bundled it because we did the family plan. Yeah, I, I no, that's something that needs to be on my list of things to do. To cancel? No, no, no. Oh. I, I have Apple Music and I have pay for additional storage. And they say you can just, and I think I have Apple TV. So you can bundle it all into you Apple One it. or whatever. Yeah, Apple One. Want. That's what I ended up going. And I think it has the fitness too. We were already bundling for a family plan. So it was mm-hmm. literally the same price. So mm-hmm. it was nothing additional to get it. But needless to say, I have just been all into it. And so, of course, we'll produced, executive produce this show. Mm-hmm. And it is excellent. I didn't have high hopes because I don't care for reboots. I'm like, just leave it where it is. But they did just enough to make it what it needed to be for 2022. I love it. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. It's on my list of things. So I, and we're really getting down a rabbit hole here, but I'm like, <laughs> where do people find time to binge all these shows? Like, I, I feel like know, I'm, I'm a person who watches a good amount of tv but maybe i'm just sticking to like the network cable shows because yeah it like spending five hours to binge ozark or whatever the latest show on netflix is i I just don't understand how people do it i have no clue i watch tv on thursday and friday nights if i'm not Mm. like out and and sometimes on Thursdays, you know, we have accountability groups so there's no other things going on those are the only two nights that i watch television and I am so tired. Like, I like if it's a good show, I want to continue right. watching. But I'm like, oh my god, I'm so tired. But this is the only time I have to watch. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So staying in that same vein, mm-hmm. I'm loving Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Oh, I um, wanted to watch that. Did you watch season one? No, you have never watched that, it at all. No, that didn't fit into my allotted hours on Thursday <laughs> and Friday nights. <laughs> I'll add it to my list. <laughs> yes, it is such like if you are into kind of like rom um, rom coms and stuff like that, it is a really good show about friendship, about love, about family, um, about faith. And so, season one I think came out maybe a year, year and a half ago. It was it was yeah I think twenty twenty, and then they finally um just released um season two. <sighs> I was so sad because I binged it, and then I'm like. 
Well, damn. It's over. It's over. And now I have to wait another a year and a half to get season three. Dang. I mean, that's the only thing about these Netflix shows. I mean, we need it cycled a little bit faster. I like. know. <clears throat> okay, so let me write this down for the notes. Sweet Magnolia. Yes. And, and Bel Air. I don't I won't give away too much of it, but um in season two. There is a woman, um, her name is Helen. She's played by Heather Hadley. Y'all remember Heather? Oh, Heather Hadley, who used to sing, she's a singer or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What and was I, the song? I was trying to think of what her like very first song was. I can't remember that. But the one that I love, my favorite song from her is In My Mind. And it's talking about like, in my mind, you'll always be my man or something oh, like right. that. That's remember. the one I was oh, thinking I'll always of. be your lady. That's what it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that song. Anyway. Um, she is in her, I think she might be in her forties or late thirties and she's, um, considering having a child and going through all of these things. So it's very relatable, um, for me in this season of my life. So if you haven't already checked it out, go check it out. If you have checked it out, send me a DM and let's talk about it. Love that. So we were both in the TV realms this week. Yes. All right. Well, let's go ahead and set the table. So today, y'all, we are diving into the fifth principle in the healing through hospitality framework. That means we are more than a quarter of the way through um, the season, which is kind of wild, but we've been plugging forward. One thing about us, we're going to be consistent, okay? Come hell or high water. What? Speak for yourselves. Like, no, nah, I'm consistent on this podcast for sure. <laughs> but, but with everything else, I don't know. I think accountability should be one of these principles. I'm going to squeeze it in because I feel like the fact that there's two of us, we really we, yeah, we show it's, it's up, helpful. right? Yeah. Well, one thing about me, I'm going to be consistent, okay? Yes. So I am really proud that we are here, episode five, um, plugging through, because it's not that life isn't life in, it's not that other stuff hasn't come to, come up. Um, we've been moving around travel schedules and all sorts of other things, um, emergency situations, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff that's come up. So I'm really grateful that we're here. Um, and speaking of being grateful, the principle for this week is practice gratitude. Um, so I am especially excited to talk about this one. We're coming um, I was going to say coming off the heels of, but it's been three months now of the um, uh, Good Series. Mm. And the Good Series was focused on goodness and gratitude. We did that in December as a family, as a community. Um, if you weren't able to participate, I'll link it in the show notes, but it's lovemadden.com forward slash good. And it was 21 days focused on um, doing good, not just to others, but also ourselves. And so the focus on doing good for ourselves was just... Um, um, having a a core that was based on gratitude and reflection on all the great things that are happening around us. Um, but gratitude, it motivates us. Mm-hmm. Um, it inspires us. It affirms us. It's good for our health. There are so many um, physiological things that happen in our body when we pr- practice gratitude. It gives us a um, a lens and a perspective that comes from a more positive place. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get rid of life's challenges, but it helps us to um, be better equipped yes, and it helps to kind of put them in perspective. So mm-hmm. um, without further ado, we are going to dig in. in. Yummy. All right. So Maddie, in practical terms, what does practicing gratitude look like for you? 
It looks like taking some time to reflect on, I would say, one to three items mm-hmm. each day. It's a, This is one of those things that's a daily practice mm-hmm. um, that we're grateful for and trying not to make it the same thing every day. So we can be grateful that we woke up every morning. We can be grateful to see the sunrise. We can be grateful for our families. That's fine. And we can do that. But above and beyond that, right. um, we should be reaching for... Um, a handful of things that we're grateful for each day. And it's also something that's important um, for the actual practice, for the exercise of it, that we start our day with gratitude because mm. it really shifts your day, right? That's true, yeah. So we can be grateful throughout the day, but just in practical terms, it's making time to reflect on, um, if we can, bonus points for writing them down, mm-hmm. um, three things a day that we're grateful for. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is, that's really good. And I think, like you said, it is really easy, or I feel like it's a little easier to um, practice your gratitude at night, like after the whole day has, you know, passed. But Mm -hmm. I think, like you said, waking up and spending that time identifying those things really does set the tone for the day. And it puts you in a posture Mm -hmm. of gratitude, which I think helps to navigate some of the daily challenges that that could come through the day. Correct. Yeah, this is definitely a practice that I employ, like even before I start my work day, Mm -hmm. I just try to just think about the things um, about my job that I love, Mm. um, the things that I'm grateful to be able to do and how I'm able to serve others through my work. And when little annoyances or challenges mm-hmm. comes up, come up, uh, my perspective is different because I really do feel connected to the work that I do um, full time. So that that yeah. kind of shifted me from, and I, I still reflect in my evening prayers, but that kind mm-hmm. of shifted my thinking around just like regular, like physical exercise, getting it out the way in the morning really sets the tone for the day. Yeah. All right. So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What role, now that we're kind of digging into it, what role do you think that um, gratitude has played in your personal life journey? Um, You know, it could be your healing journey or just any aspect of your life where you've seen some benefit from um, reflecting on gratitude and thankfulness. Yeah. I would say that I think that practicing gratitude is a key component of, um, maintaining your mental and emotional health. Um, For me, practicing gratitude has allowed me, like we talked about uh, a few moments ago, to weather the storms a a little bit easier than I would have if I had not been practicing gratitude. Um, You know, in simplest, simplest terms for me, it's like when you think you, you can spend probably hours upon hours upon hours thinking about all of the things that are wrong in your life. But when you throw them up against the things that are right in your life and the fact that you have an opportunity to correct some of the things that are going wrong in your life, I think that really just puts you in a better um, position, like I said, to, to weather, better weather those storms. And so for me, and even in terms of my healing, it has made healing a little bit more manageable Mm -hmm. because I am taking time to, um, you know, just be grateful for the progress that I've made or Mm -hmm. the support system that I have, or even the very like small wins. Um, you know, when you're tackling something that seems like it's, it's overwhelming. So 
that's how it's, that's the role that it's played in my life. Just, mm-hmm. it has helped me kind of stay steady um, and, and to ground me in, um, in my healing, I would say. Mm, that's really good. For me, I would say that it's one of my tools in my toolkit to help me mm. combat anxiety and stress. Mm. Um, I talk about how I contend towards anxiety a lot on this show. And sometimes I'll have catastrophic thinking. Like if something happens, I'll think the worst case scenario um, mm-hmm. before I think of all the other plethora of options of what could be going on, especially when it comes to my loved ones, my daughter, you know, health, like things that mm-hmm. I think, um, like, yeah, like I said, it could be catastrophic. I always kind of go to the worst mm-hmm. thought. Um, but what I, mm-hmm. what I know and what I've experienced time and time again is that we have been blessed and saved by grace and God is here. And even if there have been challenges and difficult things, um, I have a whole file that I can tap into of all of Mm -hmm. the grace that God has shown us and all of the blessings that I, that I have. So when I start to go down a rabbit hole of thinking scary thoughts, I stop myself. I breathe, like we talked about with getting grounded, um, in a previous episode, And then I reflect on all of my blessings and it literally kind of stops that flow of thoughts and brings me back to a very real and practical place that says, like, even though things aren't perfect, sis, nine times out of 10, you've been blessed. God has come through. (laughs) Yes, yes. So let me ask you this question because Mm -hmm. we may have listeners who feel like, um, it can be challenging for mm-hmm. them to find even one thing mm-hmm. that you know that they can be grateful for in the midst of everything that they have going on. So, how do you, when it you're in you know the thick of the hardest thing, mm-hmm. how are you able to pull out those nuggets when it looks like nothing else around you is is going well? So, I'm gonna say this because this is also my answer to your next question. Because your next question to me is, what personal lesson have you learned as it relates to gratitude? <laughs> Don't be so, so as going a two forward. It's a two for one. This is what I was already <laughs> literally getting ready to say. The personal lesson is, and the answer to your question is, there is always something to be grateful for. Um, for as long as we are living and we are here and we believe that we have a purpose, then there's always something to be grateful for. There are times where it is very challenging, mm-hmm. um, where things are dark, um, especially when it's something that affects us directly, whether it be, you know, a health challenge or someone that is very close to us, like a spouse or a child or a parent. Um, But even in those times, there is always something to be grateful for. If we, if we didn't have anything to be grateful for, then we wouldn't be so jarred by the challenges and the obstacles Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, life brings us. So it wouldn't be so hard to deal with someone that's close to you you know, falling ill, if you didn't have anyone close to you, if you didn't have love, it wouldn't be so challenging to deal with grief um, of losing somebody if you had never loved or cared for someone. So even if you don't feel like you have something to be grateful for in that particular moment, you can Mm -hmm. always hearken back to the root of the emotion. And so many of our emotions, fear-based emotions have a flip side, which is love. Mm -hmm. So we can always tap 
back into that, you know, right. um, if you're having a difficult time on your job and you're stressed and you hate it here, it's because you know that you have the potential to do more and serve more and you have purpose mm-hmm. um, or you can compare it to a time where maybe you were happier. And so instead of reflecting on, oh my gosh, why am I not in that moment right now? Mm-hmm. Reflect on what it could be and use that as a, a stepping stool to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. And I was going to say, um, you mentioned kind of going back to when you're doing your daily gratitude mm-hmm. practice mm-hmm. to try to stray away from, you know, I'm thankful for my family, mm-hmm. like some of those core things that you would say, you know, pretty much every, every day. day. Mm-hmm. But on those days when you can't think of anything else, we, of course, challenge yourself, right? right. But mm-hmm. but I will, I know just from personal experience, you there will your be body. some days mm-hmm. that, you know, the, it'll be more challenging to find those things. And you can always go back to the core, right? Breath in my body. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. It gives mm-hmm. me an opportunity to you know, try again. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by love, you know, and family and mm-hmm. friends and things like that. So you can mm-hmm. always go back to those core things, even though we're challenging you on a daily basis to kind of think beyond the core. Yeah. And I think that it's especially difficult during, you know, many of us experience se- the seasonal blues or seasonal mm-hmm. affective disorder. We've talked about that here before. There are a lot of us that are experiencing depression, whether it's high functioning depression or thanks to the pandemic, just regular functioning depression, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So there are times where people may be experiencing suicidal thoughts. um, Mm -hmm. Or even if you're just experiencing depression, there's a general apathy that comes with that where it's like, you just don't care. Like, you you know, you don't care. You're not inspired. Mm -hmm. So I would say that if you're in that kind of a space, um, that it is dire that you get professional help. Um, even if you feel like you know what you need to do, it is important to have somebody guide you, um, through that season. Um, because oftentimes that person can serve as a life raft for you. So, um, when we talk about the sort of daily practice of gratitude, I'm really talking about the maintenance. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we are in these really, um, post-traumatic situations, um, or states of depression, or even the seasonal blues, because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, it'll be fine when the sun comes back out and the days get longer. I'm sure it will. But in the meantime, you know, find the support and the tools that you need to help you weather that. So this is an additional, like I said, something, this gratitude practice is something in your toolkit to help you mm-hmm. maintain moving forward. But I don't want to gloss over the fact right. that there are Oftentimes, it doesn't have to be a mental health crisis. It doesn't have to be to the point of suicidal thoughts. There are often times where we need help getting through it, you know, all of us. Yeah. And I was actually just um, talking to a friend the other day who is, you know, very well versed in all of the tools and the strategies that one would um, hope to have and have knowledge of around kind of pulling yourself out of. a season of depression or um, isolation or, or things like that. Mm -hmm. And I had to tell that person, like, I get the fact that you have all of these tools, but sometimes you need someone else to kind of help walk you through your Mm -hmm. own journey. And, you know, her response was, well, you know, I have all of this training and, you know, Mm -hmm. I have all of these tools, but again, sometimes you, if you're in the midst of something so heavy, Mm -hmm. 
sometimes you need that extra help to um to, to better guide you through as much knowledge as, as any of us. As any of us in, have. In, Either they, yeah. the, the therapist, the social yeah. workers, the psychiatrists, everyone, all of us. The therapist has a therapist. Oh, yes. Know that. Know so. that. And if they don't, then you might not want to go to them. Fact. They practice what they <laughs> preach. So look into that. Make that one of your interview questions. Um, I had a similar conversation with a friend who has a blockage Mm. and has said, you know, every time I talk to folks about it, they say that maybe I should get into therapy, but I don't feel like I need to because I feel like I already know what to do. I'm just not doing it. And I said, that might be true. Same thing. She has the tools. She's Mm -hmm. she's equipped, Mm -hmm. um, but knowing what to do isn't enough. So maybe the therapist can help you unpack why you're not doing Mm -hmm. what you know you need to do. Cause that's it. That, that <laughs> that's is all of what's us. keeping us stuck is yeah. the not addressing the underlying issues. Correct. And um, correct. Yeah, you need somebody to help you walk through and identify those if you haven't identified them yourself. Which sometimes we probably know maybe Some one or them. two. Yeah, correct. but we don't know all of them, and they yeah. can help you unpack that. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I am going to ask you the question then that I answered ahead of time, which (laughs) my answer was that there's always something that we can be grateful for. Um, What personal lesson have you learned as it relates to gratitude? Uh, Well, you kind of took my answer. Surprise, surprise. No. Um, Surprise, surprise. (laughs) You're right. There is always something to be grateful for. Mm but I think the the lesson for me is that when my mind starts to shift to a place where it may not be as healthy, gratitude is one of those immediate tools that you can use to combat some of those negative thoughts. Like, you know, I'll never have X, Y, X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, I, I won't achieve this goal that I want to in that moment. Um, because I I can be someone who thinks and ruminates in the negative Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get to a point where I don't stay there long. Mm -hmm. And so for me, gratitude and in the, you know, in the moment, I'm not writing it down, but in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, this is something that I can be grateful for as it relates to this issue. And normally that will um, counterbalance that negative thought. That's good. I had posted. That's the lesson. Oh, that's good. I had posted something during the um, Goodness and Gratitude series. It was a good series, but really I need to call it the Goodness and Gratitude series because there was so much gratitude built into that series um, that said, interrupt your anxious thoughts with gratitude. And that's exactly what you're talking about. It's like a stream or flow of negative or anxious thoughts, and we can literally interrupt them with gratitude. So I love the way that you um, shared and illustrated that. I think that's going to resonate with people. Speaking of resonating, that, yeah, um, I think it was either episode one or two when you said expectations are your enemy. So I yeah. got so much feedback on that. <laughs> Texts, DMs, <laughs> emails, that nugget. That was the gem of the season. They were like, wow, was that was great. I said, that, that, that was Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come in my DMs and tell me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I get the, I get the feedback, but no, I was actually thinking about that exact same quote a couple of days ago as it related to my own life. So wow. I'm glad that it was helpful. It hit. So hopefully yeah. for today, the, the the takeaway nugget is interrupt negative thoughts or interrupt anxious thoughts mm-hmm. with um with gratitude. 
I was going to say, um, mm-hmm. for me, because now, because yes, it's anxious thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else has been feeling this way, but the pandemic for me brought on a whole like anxious feeling. I don't think that I was, I had anxiety before the pandemic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but now I just feel like, yeah, I have a, definitely a heightened level of anxiety that was brought on by the pandemic. And so mm-hmm. if you feel the same way, <laughs> you being the audience, not you as a Maddie. <laughs> I was already anxious. I need no help. I'm but like, knowing that you're in, I mean, especially in the beginning when it was like this, Thing, trying mm-hmm. to you know get people and being locked up in our houses like this is so traumatic yeah. we're not okay we're not and I don't think we're gonna <laughs> see like the the long term because there will be long-term effects um so it'll be interesting how that all plays out but yeah even I think in 2021 is mm-hmm. actually when I started feeling Hitting like some wall. of the physical manifestations of anxiety like I would mm-hmm. have these heart palpitations mm-hmm. and just feel like super nervous child. Yeah. COVID-19 is the ghetto. It is, girl. And for me, I don't think I've ever experienced some of the symptoms of depression, but I felt myself going through like a low grade depression, just like Mm -hmm. not caring about stuff, putting on weight, whatever, letting, you know, just kind of being like, for what? In this house. Why? Why? Right? So uh, yeah. um, trying to crawl back out of that has been, I mean, we actively have to work to counteract that. And that's been a journey in and of itself. So be encouraged, y'all. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, as we enter into this new normal, because now we're at a place where a lot of the mass mandates are, um, you know, dropping and, and Again. things like that. Hopefully we don't revert back to where we were before, but we have to figure out how we're going to navigate in this new normal and how, you know, if we're someone who is overly cautious about, you know, being masked up and things like that, how is that going to affect us when we go out and like 90% of the people aren't Uh, masked? Right. Or, I mean, are you going to keep declining invitations? Are you going to... It's a lot. There's all these interpersonal things. Like, yeah. are people offended? Well, you went to this. You're not coming to my thing. Well, sis, your thing doesn't seem safe. <laughs> you don't seem safe. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I mean, but no judgment, though, right? Because, <sighs> you know, I, I do feel like there for a while, maybe even still, there mm-hmm. was like stigma around catching COVID. Right. And it's like, I mean, you know, you could be is. the you could be the most cautious person and, and still, still catch it. Of course. Up. Yeah. But also do what works for you. Don't yes. if you don't feel comfortable, don't not go because yeah. there's stigma on the opposite side, like, oh, you're not coming out, you scared, yeah. it, life goes on, it is what it is. You peek on, peek <laughs> out you? Peek on when you're ready to peek out because yeah. you don't know what trauma people have experienced sure. as it pertains to COVID-19. I have very close friends. We have close friends who have who I, I lost a friend actually last week to COVID-19. What? Yeah. Somebody I know who's our, who is our age. Um, she's best friends with one of my closest friends. And she had caught it, did, did okay. And then she reinfected again within like five weeks or something, which what? is, yeah, yeah. And, and here I am, 
Sorry, I was gonna say my doctor told me I couldn't catch it again for ninety days. That's and what here- they tell you, but there's there's still outliers, you know. So yeah. then that took me all the way back down the spiral. I was back locking the doors. So mm. um, when someone behaves in a in a certain way, and I know we're getting so off track with the episode, yeah, just show them grace. And this is one of yeah. our principles. We're gonna get to this one, but show them grace. You don't know what somebody went through. You don't know what somebody's grieving. You don't know what somebody's currently going through. Mm-hmm. You know, we have close friends whose parents are hospitalized as we speak, you know, who are at the top of our prayer list. We don't know how our action or inaction is going to hit that person. So we got to just do what works for us. Try not to judge people either way, but Mm -hmm. don't feel bad about setting your boundaries. Your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, back to the lane that we're supposed to be in. Back to the lane, swerving (laughs) back into our lane. All right, right. Tanil, I'm asking you. Okay. You tried. <laughs> you tried to take take. I my, did exactly. So I can have some time to think. Do go you need ahead. to? Do you need no, to? No, think? no, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you want our listeners to know about gratitude in their own lives? So what is it? What is something that they can implement, um, or how can they get started on this practice, like in a very practical way, um, right away? Yeah, I mean. You mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. um, about writing your gratitude, um, your daily gratitudes down. Mm -hmm. And I think that is um, important. So you can go back and um, look at those things, even on those days where you're struggling. Can you talk Um, about your ATM concept a little bit? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for. um, It's another another good nugget of yours. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, the ATM uh, concept is when you are making these daily deposits into the ATM, that's it's your gratitude ATM, um, you will have a bank and, and gratitudes available on those days where we talked about earlier, it's so challenging to find something to be grateful for. And you can make those withdrawals on those days when you need them. Now, you know, because we've all had this happen to us. If you haven't had the, this happen to you, you're 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 either lying or you're really financially cautious. <laughs> but when that insufficient funds hits, <laughs> you you might have some times where they'll give you the money, but you're gonna take a hit on the back end, right? So you want to make sure that you are making those daily deposits into into the gratitude ATM so that you have something to pull out. Um, Again, on those days when it's when it's very challenging. But I was also going to say one thing that I um, did, and I, I can't say that I'm super consistent about it, but when I do, it's very helpful. I guess that should be my word for 2022. Because we we had talked about that a couple of episodes ago right. that I didn't have that you didn't have one <laughs> anyway. Because this word this word keeps coming back, it keeps coming back. <laughs> but anyway, that's was, it. Wait, can we confirm? Nah. Of course not. <laughs> so much for accountability, folks. No, no. I we'll we'll come back on the next episode and let y'all know if it's been stamped and confirmed. But one thing that I um was able to buy was a small little picture frame holder that has a slot in the top. And I bought these little wooden hearts um, that I just write something very quick on and I deposit them into, it goes with that whole deposit thing. I slide mm-hmm. those hearts into the slit and I can see the hearts building up over time and I see what I write. Um, so if, that's another way if you want like a creative way. We Of course, we talked about gratitude jars and, and things like that. But I think just being able to see your daily gratitudes at some point when you need them is what I would say should be the takeaway or a takeaway um, from this episode. 
So what about you? Um, for me, it's similar. I'm going to not say, you know, the journaling or the jar because you said something along those lines, which I really like your idea. So is that just like like a wedding guest book or something where they have those yeah, like on Amazon? or? Of, yes. I, I think I got it off of Amazon or maybe at Michael's one time they had it. But mm-hmm. yes, it's like okay. one of those um, guest books, whatever things you call I it. love that. So mine would be um, to employ prompts. So I love prompts. So like even when I journal, even the journal that I am currently creating for our audience right now um, is a prompted journal because I just, the blank page kind of overwhelms me and then I just won't do it. Um, so if you do journal, it's nice to have some prompts about, you know, a few things that you're grateful for. And there there is a goodness and gratitude journal that I created as part of that series set. It's not in the shop right now, but potentially that's something I could kind of bring back. Um But even if it's not a journal, I think it's important to have prompts. So a lock screen, for example, on Mm. your phone, you know, if the first thing you do is pick up your phone in the morning, then change your lock screen to say, what are you grateful for? Mm -hmm. Um, Some people will do it on their bathroom mirror and make it part of their morning routine. Mm -hmm. The refrigerator, the coffee machine, whatever you're reaching for first thing in the morning, I'll put a sticky on my, um, on the little bottom part of my laptop. So when I open it up, I see something that says you have so much to be grateful for. So mine, I think the the takeaway is to employ prompts. And also, we don't recognize this, but the accounts that we follow on social media really are prompts. Um, they influence the way that we think. That's true. So if you're following something that's going to start your day with positivity, something uplifting, something that will allow you to focus on what you're grateful for, that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you are starting your day with, you know, gossip or laughing at people falling down icy steps or whatever other <laughs> funny stuff people looking at social media, um, you know, laughing at someone else's misfortune, even though it might be funny, might not be the best way to start you your better day. Better suited for noon, okay? <laughs> not for eight. Maybe it's like we were up after a long day. That's a, a little bit more happy hour content. Um so yeah, I think that's another prompt that we sometimes overlook. So just employing prompts, I think, is um, is major. Yeah. All right. Anything else as it relates to gratitude? Any other takeaways for the group that we didn't talk about? Mm, uh, no, the prompts, the social media. There are a lot of apps. Um, mm-hmm. That you can find in the app store that help you to get into a daily practice, the five-minute-a-day journal. Um, I think they have an application, but there are a few. Um, I think Calm. Um, Back to Calm. And you better write them <laughs> push for it, a sponsor. I'm pushing that Calm at That thing like $59 a year. Um <laughs> But those are some tools that you can use to just get you into the practice. And then, of course, our prayer life. Like when you Mm -hmm. think about the structure of your prayer, I always try to start with, you know, adoration, just praising God. um, And then I move into gratitude. And then I set myself up to then make whatever request it is that that I have. What's that? um, There's like an acronym for how you're supposed to pray. And I can't remember it. I do remember the, the first is adoration, but then I don't remember what the other ones are. I thought All the acronym we'll was I thought the acronym was pray and the first oh, it one might be. was praise reverence reverence I don't know. I don't know. let me ask know. and then finally yourself it was like ask for others and yourself or something like that okay. I don't know but I don't use the acronym 
all good. I mean, that's just something that <laughs> when they're teaching you how to In pray, it's something right. quick. I'm, I'm put- not relegated it to Sunday school. These were adult sermons that I heard. <laughs> do not relegate it to Sunday school. That is so disrespectful. Fisher Price, my first. <laughs> you are so disrespectful. <laughs> my first prayer. Okay. I'm going to look up the resource for you on the PRAY acronym, and I'm going to put it in the show notes. Just for me. Just for those of us who need a little extra help with structuring our prayer. Anyway, let me <laughs> ask you this last question. Okay. If there is one way that you can apply this practice um, in your life in the very new- near future, mm-hmm. what would it be? Or how would you go? I'm going to do the lock screen. I thought it was just a genius idea. Like as I was prepping for this, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the lock screen and I'm going to create a lock screen and I'm going to email it out to everybody who's on the list. A Come free, on, free little resource. Yeah. A little I think free download. A little free download. I think it would be cute to just have a little mm-hmm. um, reminder mm-hmm. to practice gratitude. I'm all about a prompt. So that's mine. What about you? I was going to circle back to... Um, the picture frame that I okay. have mm-hmm. and just being a little bit more consistent with that. Cause you know, I will do it when I think about it, like, Oh, this happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Let me drop something in here, but mm-hmm. making sure that I'm consistent and doing something daily, um, dropping at least one heart in there. Although I probably have many more things that I could be, be grateful, grateful for, for at least yeah. just writing that one thing down and dropping it into the um the picture frame. Nice. And I don't I wouldn't even look at it as something we have to do or like an yeah. exercise. It's something we get to do. Get to like do. it's That's awesome true. that we get change to change the language. Change the narrative. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this one quick question before we go into um our closing prayer. So we have been challenging one another on the show to come up with something that we will apply. So have you been applying the things that we've said that we're going to apply on here? Like I knew, I know we came back on the episode with, I think you were searching for a therapist and I was getting the date together for an event. Mm-hmm. But since then, I think we said, I, I can only remember yours. Um, like you were going <laughs> to. Of course. You were going to breathe for five minutes a day during your hour of laying in the bed. <laughs> Still laying in the bed for an hour. <laughs> Definitely breathing. Um, <laughs> oh, praise God for that. No, the um, the thing that uh, I was going to say is the twenty minute sprints for oh, like yeah. getting stuff mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. That was one thing, and oh, that nice. has been helpful. So nice. That that there's my point of accountability. We need we could do like a little summary because I probably need to go back and make sure like from each episode. What did I say? I was what did do? I say? That's what I was thinking today. I was like, I'm coming yeah, like on here making tech. all these campaign promises, and I don't yes. even remember half of the things that I said that I was going to commit to. So we'll go and make our list and check it twice and let y'all know where we are. Perfect. All right. With that being said, I think we can go ahead and head into prayer time. Let's Let me get my, I think get my acronym before I start praying. <laughs> I did not believe you said Fisher Price prayers. That was so disrespectful. Go ahead. Go ahead, Deaconess Jones or Evangelist Jones, whatever you want to be today. All right. Let me get that uh, Oregon, Marcus. All right. Let us pray. So, Father, I'm going to start with praise. That's the first P that we remember in the acronym, God. And I was going to do that anyway, Lord. I, 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 I love you. 
um, I'm so grateful to know that I believe in um, a higher power and a creator and something larger than me, somewhere where I can take my burdens and my fears and my doubts, somewhere where I can hang those things, someone who is um, available to support me in that way. I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. And so I just thank you for just being present and being who you are. Um, God, I thank you for this show, uh, for the opportunity to connect with Tanil in this way, and also for us to connect with our community in this way, God. So I thank you for using us. I thank you that we've been able to be consistent um, in spite of some of the challenges that we may have faced. Um, and Lord, I ask that you would use our time together to be a blessing um, to our listeners and to us. And we pray that it is pleasing onto you and that you are pleased by the work that we're doing and how we're spending our time, God, um, to honor one another and to honor you. I pray that you would help those who are struggling to find something to be grateful for right now, God, that you would be the light in their lives um, and that you would use us in this community to be the light for someone else. Help us to um, help others remember what it is that they have to be thankful for. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Until next time. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Love Madden, the podcast. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. Yes, and there's plenty more where this came from. Check out the show notes, download the online guide, and keep the conversation going over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.